0: Much money, Lambert, Jeff Malott. Welcome to the Nation. Uh, yeah. Welcome to the Nation. Nation.
1: All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. Back after a week off. What a relaxing Ooh, week it was. So right?
0: So good.
2: Felt so yeah. good.
1: Yeah. How was your uh, Thanksgiving, my friend?
2: Mm. Busy. Ran all over the place. We had like five or six Thanksgivings to hit. So a lot of running around, but. Not too bad. Yeah. How about you? Yeah.
1: Same. We hosted it at our house. We didn't have to run anywhere. But he came here, which was great. Got to see all the kiddos. Little RoRo crawled around with her for a little bit. So it was it was a good good week.
2: She's getting a lot of hair on top of her head there. Man,
1: she's already passed me up. It's yeah. Kinda, left maybe, you in the dust, boy. Kind of left me in the dust. She, she uh yeah she's getting a lot of hair in hair. She's doing great. So awesome. got to see all them. And Other than that, no, it was uh, pretty laid back week around here. Good weather, not too cold. It was freezing the last few days, but oh yeah, it's we're back out there. We're back. So here we are. I love it. Yeah. We got, uh, if you guys saw the announcement, we've, we're talking All-American Kayak Series tonight and the KBT guys in the second half of the show. You know, we've had the All-American on a couple of years. When they first launched, we thought they had big things, you know, in their future. And it's kind of been a kind of roller coaster the last few years. But Gene Campbell, a fellow podcaster from True, True Patriot Outfitters, has, has joined their team. He's trying to help change some things over there. They've changed some rules, changed some format. We're going to talk to them about that. And then the KBT, we, we talked about that a few weeks ago, Ryan, how mm-hmm. KFL was kind of in your face, and then KBT was, has been kind of incognito. But they had a what sounds like a pretty good year. So we're, yep. we're going to talk to Robert Brown. And then we're actually-
2: I think I, I think I lost Jeff. So I'll be running the show from here on out. We're going to bring on the KBT. What happens? I don't know. You just bailed on me. I was like, man, I'll my... finish that speech, I guess.
1: Yeah. Whoa. Just disappeared. But anyway. Yeah, that was wild. I don't know what happened. Robert Hart, Brown, and Dave Hart. <laughs> Dave Hart confirmed late. So he's coming on with Robert. He's part of the, the team series as well. So he's going to come on with Robert. Is
2: Robert coming live from the toilet, or do we know?
1: I think those are in the old KFL. Those days, are, those those days, days are, are long Robert. gone. They've re- really revised the things. We're on that pro stuff now. No more of that. So. I like it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun show tonight. But as always, before we do that, we like to get into a few things. I'd like to talk about what you got on your body right there.
2: It's what is that safety. green
1: apparatus that you have on?
2: It's for it's a it's a new PFD that I got in the mail. Uh it's really nice. I feel like it floats well. Uh it came with an autopilot 136.
1: Ooh, hey. Wait a minute. Yeah. Man.
2: So, that's happening. Um, you know, as, as you may know or may not know, I worked with Native for a long time uh doing content. We did a lot of uh, you know, new product release stuff as well as product development stuff and I really miss that part of it and the involvement, you know, with a brand on kind of, you know, shaping their marketing but also having some input on these new platforms that are coming out. So, I've been on Lily for a long time back and forth <laughs> about how to improve the autopilot and uh we struck up uh struck up a deal for 2024. So, I'm going to be uh partnering with Old Town for 2024.
1: Yeah. Welcome to the family, my friend.
2: Thank you. I got the boat out this afternoon. I like it. I'm not gonna lie to you. Obviously, I want it to go a little faster. I don't think that's a secret. Uh, but I was really impressed with the stability. Um, you know, I I of course took it to the dam. They were generating, so I took it right over like in the boils, like, <laughs> in the current, spot locked out there. Um, you know and it was fantastic like as, as far as being able to sit on a current seam or something in the wind if, in case you can't tell by how red my face is uh was quite a bit of wind is like 44 degrees out there not not my uh desired temperature for fishing but uh overall man it was it was good it took me like 15 minutes to set it up from the time that i unwrapped it uh, to hitting the water it was like 15 minutes so as far as plug and play goes i've been looking at a lot of different kayaks you know i was considering the titan x as well um but ultimately just the the ease of use and and my feet being dry uh led me to old
1: town we got some comments bob baylor said hobie allowing motors next year this confirms it basically no that has nothing to do with it josh Evans says what the hell he's confused flabbergasted he do not know what's going on
2: i try to keep this under wraps i think jeff obviously you knew and lily knew and steve-o knew i think that's that's I think I told Dylan as well cuz Dylan has one of these that he I think he's trying to trying to make a move himself. Yeah. So there you go,
1: Dylan. Old town, old town takeover. Now, there's a lot of good boats out there. I'm glad you 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 came over. I was going to say dip your toe in the water, but there's no water on deck, so you don't have yeah, to. Yeah, didn't
2: that. didn't have any of that.
1: Um but yeah, you mentioned it, man. I think for a guy like me especially the plug and play ability of that. I'm not good at rigging stuff and trying to wire motors and batteries and all that. And to be able to just drop a battery in the, under the seat, pop the motor in and hit the waters. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool. That
2: was the biggest thing. And, and Minn Kota has, uh, in my opinion, a, a much better reputation, uh, as far as just, you know, consistent quality of, of trolling motors goes. I've owned quite a few on a lot of the big boats that I've had. I've got an ultra X on my bass boat now, and this, you know, it's the exact same functionality as far as the remote and things go. So, Think it's gonna be a, a pretty pretty easy transition. I might strap a new port on the back for pre fishing. I will yeah, that's cool.
1: That'd that, that would be cool. And it's got, you know, the the sections back there, the reinforced area for the uh power poles. You can just mm-hmm. slap one right on there and rock and roll, yep. I think. Oh yeah. Uh Bob Baylor said he was gonna buy a new yak this winter, but bought a minivan instead. I so, saw yeah. that
2: minivan, Bob. You out there handing out free candy and shit. Uh
1: only other thing I can think of that went down this last week, Ryan, or the last two weeks. I know you're not a YouTube watcher, nope. but did you see anything about the Milliken video? Did you well, watch I saw.
2: That? Obviously, I saw a lot of the posts. I didn't actually take the time to watch the video because I don't really care what he has to say. But I've never what, been a what, fan. What of, it, what yeah, ne-
1: I've remember? never been a fan of Milliken. I don't even think I was subbed to his channel, but I had to go watch it. And actually, I thought the video was great. Uh, basically, just talked about the, the the venture capitalist corporate takeover of fishing in general and how that changes the landscape of things. And people don't understand what that has done to not only sponsored anglers, but the consumers themselves as it has affected the quality of products all the way down, down the line. So good video.
2: I read some of the comments kind of referring to more of these, you know, everything's a big purchasing group now, like GSM or pure, like they're, they're snatching up all these brands and putting them under one umbrella. And what that does is controls a much bigger portion of the market, but also it controls a huge portion of Angler's availability to marketing dollars, where it was these individual companies able to make their own decisions and pay who they wanted to. Uh, Now it's, I I feel like it's probably a much more volatile landscape because they can just turn around and say, all right, we're cutting the whole team this year. We'll start from scratch. Like,
1: yeah, that's that's going to be tough. Anyone that's ever worked in a corporate environment, period, outside of fishing, you know that once you get involved with a larger entity like that, they're looking at bottom line and numbers. They're not looking at your name or anything like that. They're just looking at numbers, and that, and you get caught up in the wash with that too. And they t- he I feel about like you lose
2: that, that. that personal relationship with with those kind of things. That's one, you know, one thing that I really love about some of these companies that I work with is like. I've got the VP's number or the marketing director, whoever. And, and we're in constant contact. You know, we, we talk all the time just to keep up with how the sports, you know, shaping up, like what's happening what the changes are. And they take an interest in that. I think the bigger it gets, the kind of more detached they are from that side of
1: it. Yeah. One of the things he said is talking to other, other now elite anglers, he's an elite angler is people like throw their hands up. and like, I don't even know who to talk to anymore. Yeah, I mean, right. it's so big, it's so spread out. I don't even I don't even you can't pick up the phone and call like you used to. It's a little bit different. So. Yep. Yeah, wild times out there. Uh one more thing in the comments I'm seeing, what about California anglers not getting paid? What do we know about all that, right?
2: Um our DMs seem to know a lot about it uh from on the KBN DMs, our personal DMs. Um apparently, you know, we've talked about this before. I think I brought it up what a month ago maybe. Um, some guys reaching out uh complaining that uh, their their Slay Nation tournament hasn't hasn't been paid, and it's it goes back to September, from what I've read. Um, I don't know. I mean, I don't have an explanation for it. I, I've talked to Frank himself. uh about, that's the first person I reached out to. You know, when we got this information, I don't know what the holdup is. I I don't. You know, <laughs> I don't support not paying people that won money. But so that's that's as point blank as I can put it. So. If you're running a tournament, somebody wins money, Pay them.
1: Yeah. I, I yeah. Mean, that's I, that's cut and dry. Back when they had the uh the fallout with that T D out there, I talked to Frank on the phone about some of those details. And it sounded like he was trying to write the ship. I'm gonna hope there's some sort of error here because it seems like I you know, from what I've talked to him on the phone, see I like Frank, seems like an alright guy, but paying not paying yeah. anglers is a zero that's full stop. That's a zero he, sum he deal. He
2: had there. said that it was uh something to do with California PayPal. I don't know uh, you know, at that yeah. time. I'm not sure what the hurdle is i don't claim to know you know what the <laughs> what yeah. the problem is i know what is being talked about publicly posted everywhere and i think i think frank is a stand up guy you know from all the interactions that i've had with him so i don't know what the full story is here and i mean maybe we need to have frank on for an episode and figure out what's going on yeah <laughs> but,
1: yeah i'd like you to you know like ultimately
2: we've seen this you know from from different organizations over the years like you got to pay people
1: yeah, that's, David that's Morris saying, weird. yeah, he's saying Frank is full of excuses. He's not paying anglers. Frank's an avid watcher of the show. I wish he was in the comments and could clear this up and, or yeah. send me a message or something because I'm just hearing about all this. But hopefully you can get some resolution out there because if you fished a tournament and you won money, pay those people. Yep. Pay that man or woman or whatever out there. Pay them. Or whatever. <laughs> pay them.
2: California, baby. You never know. Pay them.
1: Yeah, pay them. Pay those humans out there. Uh. All right, so with that said, let's shout out the sponsors. We'll get Gene in here. He's been listening to us yabber on for too long. Uh, Of course, shows presented by Eco Fishing Shop. We appreciate them, EcoFishingShop.com. I put a link on the actual Facebook page today. I shared one of their deals. They're having a big Cyber Monday sale still. A lot of percents off of a lot of things. So click over there, go to EcoFishingShop.com and and figure that out. Uh, Pro God Lithium. I've seen a lot of a lot of new posts from them over on their Facebook page. I got a, mm-hmm. a lot of new products moving and shaking. So, if you needed a new battery as we approach twenty twenty four, look at Pro Lithium.
2: They're running a big sale right now too, Black Friday yeah. sale, yeah. and I think it's through December if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Correct, so it's
1: still going after after Black Friday. So there you go, Pro Lithium. Uh, and, and you know, more and more and more lithium batteries keep popping up. I mean, you know, these these black boxes and they slap a sticker on it from who knows where. So make sure you go with the rep. There's a, there's some good reputable companies out there besides ProGuide. Of course, do your research, but ProGuide, you will not go wrong going with them. So give them a the If you luck. haven't
2: listened to that episode where we had uh, one of the the owning members of ProGuide on to break down lithium batteries and what all goes into them, that's a fantastic episode to help you kind of narrow down what you're looking for.
1: Yeah. Uh, and then of course, Bangtail Whiskey, the drink of choice. Uh, Revo, Z-Man, Gil, and Seagar are partners of the show. We usually do giveaways with them. But tonight, we're not doing a part giveaway with any of those. We're doing a giveaway with Yak Addicts, Ryan, because Yak Addicts has their own Black like Friday sale or Cyber we are, Monday. So.
2: yeah, half off on the on the Yak Addicts site, yakaddictsgear.com, whatever you want. We got KBN hats and shirts on there. Also, this is coming up. I just talked to our sweatshirt lady. We're going to do a line of hoodies. Uh, so we'll have a new uh, new hoodie up that we're going to do pre orders on for the winter season.
1: There you go. I got last year's on right tonight. See there. I know. I saw that. I was looking for mine actually. Yeah. All right. With that said, let's get Gene in here. Talk a little bit of All American Kayak Series. Gene, how are you, my friend?
0: I'm doing well, man. Thanks. Uh, thank to both of you guys for uh, for having me on.
1: We've got one rule here: you can't come in here with a better
0: sound of mic than us. I don't like. No, I was going
2: kind of to ask what kind of mic that was. That's exactly my first
1: question.
0: Nothing real special, man. Just that Yeti. All right, all right, it's good. Just got good. to tweak the settings. That's why.
1: Yeah, I'm man. Listening. So we wanted to have you on. All Americans been been trying to build the last few years, right? They've they've kind of been up and down. Had some decent events, attendance wise, and it's tailed off a little bit this year towards the end. I traded some messages with you. I got your press release, things like that. You guys are trying to turn the ship a little bit and, and re not rebuild, but, but build it even bigger going into 24. I know you made some changes. So give us a little bit about 2023, you know, what the
0: look back on that and then what, what we're looking for in uh, 24. Yeah, man. So, you know, after First and foremost, Josh Booth has, has built something with the all American kayak series. He and his team with Troy and Tyler in the past. And now I'm, I'm stepping in, uh, and, uh, instead of, uh, so Tyler can step back and spend more time with family and such, um, and they have really built something here that is that quite frankly is something I believed in. I fished it for, for, you know, the the couple of years uh, prior to getting involved uh, with these guys and what the all American kayak series basically stands for is that of uh, providing a national fishing scene to the flyover States of the U S you know, there's a lot of area in the U S that the big, the big dance doesn't go to. Um, and I think in 23, what we what we discovered, you know, one of the mantras is go to really solid fisheries. Josh has always wanted to make sure. Josh is a is an angler's angler. He knows fishing, uh, you know, from competition to to weekend stuff. So he's always tried to make sure to put the the field in good good fisheries. And and to to that point, he has absolutely accomplished that. Um, one of the things that we saw, I think, across the industry after talking to Steve and hearing AJ speak about this. Um, Everybody agreed we saw kind of a, we, the industry saw a slowdown this year, right? I mean, and especially on tournament trail stuff uh, that coupled with even more and more local and regional stuff popping up, it really just kind of, I think, hit those trails that are out there that kind of cover wider, you know, wider areas. We fish from, from Northern Wisconsin, all the way to Texas. You know, we try to, we try to st- try for the most part, we stay West of the Mississippi, um, you know, and just run right down through the center of the, of the, of the nation there. But we had that taking place in the industry along with, uh, we had some adjustments that were made, uh, that quite frankly, for lack of a better term, just were not very popular. Um, and those adjustments, you know, it, it stung us, it hit, it hit hard, um, our our first year, you know, the, the or not our first year, but our second year in 22, our attendance was right where you'd expect a you know one or two year old series to be. Twenty-three, we took a dip, you know, we we most certainly did. Um Josh Booth is like I said, he is pretty much my 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 Obi-Wan Kenobi when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Troy, Josh, and I sat down and we just had a, a come to Jesus meeting with living, and Josh said this, you know, just coming to grips with who we are. We don't want to compete with, against Bass and Hobie. Okay. We know we're the little guy on the block and we have no desire to try to knock Bass off as the, you know, kayak national deal there. We have no desire to try to go compete against Hobie and those guys. They are who they are. And if people want to fish those series, they're going to go fish those series for those reasons. We're not a professional series. And we want to conduct ourselves as such. We are a national series and we have a reputation for solid competition, solid integrity and great payouts. Our series pays out as as high as as any other series out there when it comes to percentages that we kick back to the anglers. And so that was really what we wanted to carry forward coming into this next season was just get comfy in our own skin, man. You know, and and work with Bass. Uh, Josh went to great lengths to talk to AJ, talk to Steve Owens, to make sure that our schedules didn't conflict. And if they did, if it was inevitable, we wanted to be way away from them, so that it was like we're not pulling from them, they're not pulling from us. You know, and we've said this before. Hey, man, if you're gonna fish a Hobie Boss, you're gonna go fish a Hobie Boss, regardless, right? And so, so that was. You know, when when you get comfortable like that, and you and you start to try to you know realize where you want to be with this stuff, it makes it a lot easier to uh, make adjustments to the series and start listening to anglers, um, and and really pay attention to what the what the core is saying you know out there. Obviously, it's a it's a pretty complex set of issues on how you put it all together, but really what it boils down to is we had goals coming into this. Number one, make it easier to compete. You know, that was the thing. We didn't want to make it harder, kind of like what we did last year. We want to make this easier for guys to be able to take a little bit of PTO, jump in a a national deal where they got a shot at a, you know, a great payday and come fish with us on a great fishery, you know? And so we, we realized any adjustments, let's make it easier. We want to be flexible, understand and appreciate these anglers investment in this stuff. I mean, we've all done it. We all travel. We know the, you know, minimum thousand bucks if you're going to make a run, you know, somewhere type deal. Um, keep up with the, the great fisheries. You know, that's that was the other piece is make sure we're going to good bodies of water. And maintain, keep moving forward with high competition um, and uh, and the integrity piece there. Much like what you're talking about there is making sure Josh has a, a fail-proof system in place. That money comes in, that money goes out. Um you know and uh, imagine that <laughs> right it's, it's crazy it's, we don't have funky math involved with the all american it's very simple there's there's one pot where that money goes and that's where that money comes out of very simple so but yeah that was really what uh you know what our whole purpose was with this 23 we we learned we listened um and we're going to continue to learn we're going to continue to listen and, uh, it's, uh, like I said, the, the, the work that Troy Enke has done behind the scenes is can't be said enough to help really put a lot of the, the stuff together. Uh, Josh, of course, with his experience, um, and making sure that, uh, you know, we get where we're at. All I'm trying to bring to the field is maybe just a different, uh, different view, uh, from a business side. Um, one of the pieces that we're really going to do is uh, when we get to that part of the discussion is the improvements of, when you're a national series, there's a couple things you should be doing, you know what I mean? And, uh, and so that's, you want to, you want to, you know, be the part, you got to look like the part and conduct as such. And it all goes right to the heart of making it more entertaining for the anglers. Make this, make this something they're going to remember to do because maybe some of them are only going to get to do one, you know, Uh, time off on jobs, man. That is not easy to do these days. Are you going to have any kind
2: of dancers that weigh in? Have you thought about that?
0: You know, you never know what you're gonna find at the classic, man. That's (laughs) all
2: right. That's fair. That's fair. That's
0: Josh Booth once again. Right,
1: right. He's not here Um, to defend himself. So
2: what what are some of the changes that you're making? Obviously, I think the last year's format started on Fridays, correct? Yep. Are, are you going to, are you still doing two days? Are you going back to just the, the traditional weekend, Saturday, Sunday? What's the plan there?
0: Yeah, so the the Friday, Saturday deal was really done with the aspect of trying to give guys a little bit better so they could get driving home on Sunday. But the way it kind of worked out, man, I'll tell you, it's kind of funny. Those folks that enjoyed it, loved it, the Friday, Saturday thing. Those folks that didn't care still showed up. But those folks that didn't like it, they just said deuces and they, they checked out, man. They just did not come, you know, with it. And so, I can see
2: that though. Like you, yeah. you know, w- when you fish these bigger tournament trails and you, you go to these different locations, even the, you know, if you got a 200 angler field or whatever, you'll have 40, 40 or so that are in early. Like they're running around all week doing whatever. Uh, but the majority I feel like arrives on Thursday night, They pre-fish Friday and then the tournament Saturday, Sunday. So you're kind of, you know, forcing people's hand to take an extra day off work. And it's different when you feel like you have to. Like practice, you, you twist your own arm because you want to. But when you tell somebody they have to just to fish the tournament, I mean, it's just like telling somebody to do anything else. Right. That, I, that doesn't translate well, I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, you're you're right. And that's the regardless of, of what we felt about it, you know, we had to listen to the to the masses out there, uh, the core, the people that are going to be fishing these things. And so, yeah, we are going to be adjusting and going back to Saturday, Sunday. The the point that, however, about wanting to help the weekend warrior anglers, because that's one of the cool things about our field is we have a really diverse field of weekend warriors to hardcore dedicated traveling anglers, right? You, you're going to fish against those hooks, you know, from that wide range. And for the locals, especially, one of the things we wanted to make sure of, you know, those anglers that are maybe traveling, say, four to eight hours, we wanted to make sure that we could still do something to help get them back by Sunday evening, if at all mm-hmm. possible. So what Josh came up with here, which I think is to, a brilliant take on this is day one will be normal Saturday. You know, the normal, normal time, takeoff, lines in lines out day two, we're going to go normal takeoff, but we're going to end at noon. So it's about a two thirds of the day. We're going to cut off a couple hours on the top. And the purpose of that. Is is solely in the fact of being able to uh, allow anglers to be able to come to the awards, which is a big piece. We want guys coming to the awards, and at that at that point, get back on the road and still make it home, you know, in time. So that was what what we thought that was going to be the best of of you know the balancing act there, where you still have two days of competition that you're going to get to do. The second one is just it's going to kind of, you know get somewhat of a nail biter coming down to it.
1: Now I looked at some of your rules. Did I see right that it's a, it's 10 fish? Yes, Yes, sir. A 10 fish. I'm going to call it a rolling limit to where it's 10 fish combined over two days, not five and
0: five. This is probably the biggest adjustment. And let me preface this by saying one of the other, uh, one of the other areas that, that I uh, am going to help bring to the field on this. Josh and I are going to work together to, to make this happen after every event, we're going to send out a survey to the registered anglers that competed and we want to get their feedback. If something, if we determine that something just is not, you know, going over well and guys don't like it, they don't want to see it anymore. We're not beyond making adjustments to make sure that this trail, you know, is exactly what guys want, especially when it's something like that. But at the end of the day, Um, We really were excited about this. And then we found out also after uh, Josh had come up with this, uh, this brainstorm here, Drew Gregory is actually doing the same thing with uh, his adventure kayak fishing. They're going to do a very similar thing. And yeah, it's a 10 fish concept from the start of day one till noon is when you have your chance to score your 10 best fish. So if you squawk on day one, dude, day two, you still literally, you can be sitting in 60th place And if you can get on them, if you can find a nest of them, you could find yourself in the, in the money, you know, there from that deal or fighting for a chance. In my opinion, the first time we see a big power move like that take place, I think it's going to create some excitement. Um, Again, I know there's guys that, you know, want the five and five traditional. We, we understand that. But when you look at the same same breath that we're trying to say is that we're not bass, we're not Hobie. If that if that is what you deem as a, a worthwhile, tra- you know, traveling piece, then there's there's options out there. We want to make this exciting, you know. We want to make this worthwhile, and this is something that's going to separate us. Uh, 10 10 fish concept. We're going to see how it works, and uh, we'll go from there.
1: I think different works. I mean, look at the native series; it's different, and yeah. you know, they've nothing but success. Don't you guys do something like that, Ryan? Tennessee's state like uh yes yeah, so a combined days or something yes
2: yeah, so our our state championship for the past i think four years now uh we've done it where you fish maybe five years five years uh where you fish the afternoon so everybody gets in on a friday you do a captain's meeting at like noon on a friday uh you fish friday afternoon just you know the pat the last i think it's five hours four and a half, five hours on Friday. And then you get the full day on Saturday, just normal tournament hours. Um, You don't do anything Saturday. There's no awards, nothing. We show up and do awards on Sunday morning. And that way everybody gets to hang out Saturday night, you know, let loose, have a good time, fellowship with each other, and then come in and get back to business on Sunday. We're done by 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, and everybody goes home.
1: Yeah, I like it. But we uh, so only do it once
2: a year, yeah. so it's, well, it's, you know it's, it's a state championship. So people, you know, they plan accordingly for that.
1: Well, I like that it's it's all American in reverse. It's a similar concept, right? Similar concept. Yeah. Um, what has been the feedback from those changes so far? I mean, I know you haven't had a tournament with the new rules yet, but from the anglers that are on the group page and have fished the tournaments, what's the feedback been so far?
0: So there's there is you know as expected. There's a there's a small handful that are looking at us with some lifted up, you know, eyebrows. Uh, they're not totally sure what to think about it, um, which that's cool. You know what uh, I love, I, I'm from a different generation, man, where you can disagree and still be friends. Wow. You know? And Imagine I know that. it's weird. Right. I mean, no. um, and, Jeff
2: and I just became friends when I got this old time. I just <laughs> <yeah>.
0: today, <laughs> yeah. today at noon I witnessed we officially it. became friends. Yeah, <laughs> but, <laughs> You know, it, it's one of those things that, that, you know, we want to hear, you know, opinions on this. So this, you know, sort of thing overall though, there's no question about it. The, the reception has been, people are excited. Um, I think there's, you know, a lot of unknown, you know, with it right now, which is, is expected. Um, and you know, I trust in the fact that Josh will have this, you know, thing running like a, you know, well greased machine. We're working out all the details. He'll be the guy, you know, at, uh, back in, you know, at Toronto on the, uh, uh instant replay booth there watching everything for us and putting it all together. I was like um,
2: Toronto. He's that's right. Toronto? That's right. <laughs> Exiled him, sent him to Canada.
0: That's uh NHL a little hockey reference there. Sorry. The Colorado's yeah. showing Gene Stop well, friends. That's, that's right. friends, baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it's uh overall I think the reception's been really good. Uh people are excited to see uh see it come through. Um you know, and and again, I I do I want there to be some people that maybe aren't a hundred percent uh, on board with it, as long as they're willing to be open minded, give it a shot, and you then give please your please
2: everybody. So give your honest go, feedback. Yeah, go at, you know go what ahead I mean? and, and write that off. Like you're not going to make everybody happy anyway. Sure. I don't see the disadvantage to that ten fish format in two days. I don't see there being an unfair advantage to anyone in, in that. Right. Uh, other than everyone, if you're, if you can't catch 10 fish. (laughs) Yeah. I'd like to ask a
1: question for the, uh, for all the sandbaggers out there. Can (laughs) I hold my day one fish all the way
0: until the next day? (laughs) That's a really good question, man. And now that that's recorded, I'm going (laughs) to bring up to Josh and go, Hey, what about this? Because, you know, technically speaking, you know, that's, I, I guess just on the, uh, on a face value. Yeah. I think you could, I don't know. There'll probably be
2: a lines out on day one. I would think that's how we do it in our state championship lines out day one submission. Like you have an hour after lines out to be submitted, but the leaderboards live all through, like we never turn the leaderboard off until the end of day two is how we
0: do it. Yeah. You know, and that's the, the, the cool piece is that, You know, literally, if we if we do have a blackout period, which that's still up in the up in the air, if we blackout for the last hour or whatever, literally, man for the first time, in my opinion, you know, there's going to be just a, a pile of people not knowing what's about to go yeah. down. Right. Yeah. Where normally you kind of have a gut feeling on how, you know, how it unfolded with that. So Sometimes I, mean, I black out for the last hour on here and it's only,
2: going <laughs> to so say
1: you, you, a lot of times you think you have a good feeling and then your buddy, Jordan Marshall doesn't win again. That's yeah.
2: like oh man. I was so- driving so fast anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ryan drove multi states over because we thought it was in the bag, dude.
2: I was so out. excited, man. I was yeah. planning the night out, mm. yeah.
0: Right,
1: hey, whatever. He'll, get it happens. he'll
2: get there, he'll get them next year, yeah. <laughs> That's what I said last year, too,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, Gene, yeah, sell us real quick, sell us, sell some people watching. We've got a good amount, we got over 100 folks live right now, uh, that I can see. I don't know how many rumblers or whatever else we got going on Twitter, but whoever's watching sell them on why they should give this new format revamped format a shot with with all american series
0: you know at the end of the day um there's a lot of options to go fish um if if you're looking wanting to test the waters on uh, against a a high caliber but yet relaxed atmosphere you know level of anglers the all american kayak series has a reputation of, uh, like I said, of, of integrity and high competition. We go to great fisheries. Um, a lot of bucket list. Our schedule this year is is including, you know, the you know Lake Okaboji. You know, if we're gonna start it off at Lake of the Ozarks, bucket list. Okaboji's in. King Masters. is in the
2: comments asking about Okaboji now. I think that's where he's gonna park his van for the
0: yeah. The year. You know, and Bassmaster put Okaboji. I want to say what top ten. It was one of the top ten uh, bass yeah. lakes in the country. Kentucky Lake, it's a resurging. It's on the way back. They're still running a
2: sale on Kentucky Lake.
0: <laughs> a sale? Jay Wallin yeah. swears, Ryan. Yeah. Jay, Jay oh, swears it's yeah. back, Ryan. He'll
2: write you two checks to get you to come to Kentucky Lake,
0: <laughs> Minocqua, Uh, We're going back up there. A uh, little, little bit different uh, area, but still, uh, you know, uh, rel- relatively the same. That is legendary smallmouth up there. Lacrosse, of course, um, and then uh, uh, Lake. Uh, uh, Washita at the Cheetah. I mean, that's a Wachita there, man. Ryan, Wachita.
2: Hey, I'll come back for that one. That's hey right. on.
0: And then our our uh, open championship uh we'll have uh listed there at Table Rock. So it's it's great fisheries where we're going and and there was a lot of time and effort put into what time we were going to these locations to make sure that we were gonna you know see some some decent stuff. Uh, locations, improved awards, man, that's going to be a big deal. We're, we're working now closer with more sponsors, event sponsors, series sponsors. Um, we're talking in, in talks as we speak to secure a lot of this, we're actually putting up uh, host hotel campgrounds to offer anglers discounts when they're coming into town. Um, we're also looking at uh, uh, host tackle shops when it's appropriate. And we have uh, really our focus is to support the local communities as much as we can, man. And if we can uh, offer the anglers something special when they're coming in, that, you know, it's just a win-win situation all the way acro- across the board. We have no membership required to compete. Uh, we, that's something we took away. No longer do you need a membership uh, so you can show up, register, and fish. Now, if you want Angler of the Year points, you got to be a member. Uh, we reduce the cost down on that, make it a little bit easier as well. And then that open championship, man, the top 25 in AOI are getting into that thing entry free. Uh, we're going to cover mm. the cost going into that for top 25 and anybody else can join up and uh, come down to table rock, which is, if you haven't fished table rock, you need to get there for sure. A lot of fun,
1: a lot of fun, Beautiful. fun area too.
0: Yeah. Uh, one little piece
1: of unsolicited advice for you, Gene. <laughs> If sure. you'd like to get these people from the south to come to some of these, you gotta not pick lakes they can't pronounce some of these.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: Wachita was hard enough for me, man. I'm sounding that one out. <laughs> you
1: yeah, know, right.
0: and that's one of the things we with choosing lakes, man, is that we we try to, you know, obviously this is a business, um, and we want to be here for the long haul. So, you know, you mentioned Kentucky Lake for sure, but at the same time, Kentucky also puts us. That's a rarity that we step on the east side of the Mississippi, but no one was going there. And it's really rising. And we're hoping to be able to give an opportunity, you know, to pull up some Tennessee, Georgia, Atlanta, you know, pull up some Alabama, you know, get some guys to jump up there and join in with us.
2: If you're taking one off the Tennessee river chain, I'll give you Kentucky Lake, you can have that one. I <laughs> overstate the hell out of that one. That's now all. I'm owned
1: by the Midwest. You heard it here. Yeah,
2: first. <laughs> you can take, I'll sign it off. As a matter of fact, everything west of Kentucky lake in Tennessee, you can have, you can annex it and make it part of your own little nation out there. <laughs>
0: the hardest part with that place is wait a minute boundaries. <laughs>
2: i'll tell you don't go too small on the boundaries i know kentucky right. lake is huge but fish are scarce so give people enough room to run all over <laughs> hell trying to find 10 of them in two days
1: damn todd just threw a real foot lake reference in the comments. God,
2: get out of here todd we're past that now
1: i got a trophy from real foot <laughs> that todd. was back
2: when conrad bonetti fished that's right Wow. <laughs> talked all that shit went out there put up a zero
1: my man, my man down there catching uh snook and tarpon now he didn't yeah, he quit is. the game proud of quit the game well gene we, we got the kbt guys waiting we don't want to keep them too much longer but i appreciate you coming on the first half of the show i like what i heard heard from you tonight i think a lot of people watching did uh what do you think ryan all, all american going places
2: i mean i i think you know making adjustments is is the key thing like we we've we witnessed it with bass you know they took a huge downturn and made some changes and bounced back to be the biggest. So I think you have to make adjustments. And I think, you know, leadership is, is the key to that. So I'm glad you're on board, Gene. I think you guys are definitely moving in the right direction. And, you know, hopefully you have a huge 2024.
0: Well, I appreciate it, man. We uh, we appreciate the coverage out there and, uh, and the kind words. We're, uh, we'll, we'll keep on keeping on and uh, see what comes out of it. Can't wait All to right have sir. some winners on. Awesome. Fight
1: out here, man. Have a good night. Tight lines, guys. Mm -hmm. See ya. Gene Campbell, everybody. That was good, man. I like Uh, Gene.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You can tell he's a podcaster, too.
1: Yeah. He's making moves over there.